you know, I've spent over seven years working with um, individuals, guiding them to altered states of consciousness through regression hypnosis. Often they would find themselves in another star system, another planet, feeling this deep calling or ushering to come to Earth to support it. They would have been taken to remember that they came from the stars and they came with the purpose of bringing light and love into darker environments into dense family dynamics that they came here to first experience them you have to go deep into uh, those conditionings of trauma to experience them physically experience them in your own dna and then through your consciousness by choosing love choosing forgiveness acceptance peace you heal the the traumatic experience and recalibrate your human dna to aligning with the source of who you really are, which is pure love, pure divine intelligence. Everything changes once you remember that you are love, you are divine intelligence, and you are powerful, sovereign creator of your own reality. And you came here to help upgrading the reality, not just for yourself, but for your family, for generations to come, and for, as a collective, uh, to create something that will matter for the whole galaxy, I believe. I think we're participating in something really, really exceptional. Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? Welcome back to Awaken, where we have conversations to assist you in elevating your consciousness and actualizing your highest purpose and potential. My name is Brian Henry. I'm the founder of Together We Ascend. And today I'm very excited to be sharing with you this conversation that I got to have with the creator of Galactic Astrology, Julia Bless. But just before we jump into that, I'm excited to be sharing that the show recently underwent its own evolution in which we've begun to air these conversations as a live experience, which means not only do you have the opportunity to be in the energy of the conversations as they're happening live, but with this, I'm no longer the only one that gets to ask the questions because after the conversations that I have with the guests, we'll be opening things up with an exclusive Q&A session available to the live audience. So if you're interested in joining us for one of these live experiences where you'll have the opportunity to connect with other senders and ask your own questions to the guests we have on the show, I invite you to head on over to the Send Academy's community platform at academy.togetherweascend.com. And it's here that you can be kept in the loop of everything that's happening in our community, including our upcoming Awaken Live episodes. And lastly, if you're new here and you're interested in continuing to receive and explore this content that's being created to assist you in your ascension process, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast or our YouTube channel, wherever it is that you're listening to this from, so you never miss when a new episode goes live. With that, what do you say we jump into another conversation? This is Awaken with Julia Balaz. For many years... Julia Belaz felt guided to meticulously study astrological charts of her clients 
after their regression hypnosis QHHT sessions. She was looking for some verification on extraterrestrial information that was coming up in so many of her sessions. After analyzing over 2,000 natal charts, Julia came to some breakthrough realizations. She is now here sharing her research data that confirms epic cosmic orchestration and influence of deep space objects on our lives in support of our collective evolution. Julia is the creator and a pioneer of galactic astrology in our current era and has designed a tool to help us understand our unique soul complexities and cosmic origins. This tool is proving to be powerful in helping people release self-doubt, find clarity around who they are and why they are here, so that they can embody the highest possible frequency of love and light for the benefit of our magnificent planet and the entire universe julia i just want to say before we hear you share all that you're here to share uh that it's been an absolute pleasure uh getting to know you and connecting with you over almost a year now uh, we first had you in the together we ascend summit last year and i knew from the the depth of the the presentation that you shared with us then that although it was our first time having you in the community, uh, it certainly wasn't going to be the last. So I'm so glad that we get the opportunity now to to connect again and for us to create this platform for for others to to come in and to discover more about themselves. Thank you again for for being here and welcome to Awaken. Thank you, Brian, for creating this beautiful space. I'm so excited to connect with so many people that had an opportunity to plug on live and I'm really looking forward to the questions because usually it's the people that are able to draw out uh, amazing information that that can come true so I'm sure I'll have an opportunity to share some things that I didn't get a chance to share before so it's always always nice to come together with others and um, thank you for the beautiful introduction I just want you to take time to also acknowledge and honor and pay my respect to all other astrologers and astrology enthusiasts who, like me, took time to look at thousands of charts over even way longer period of time than I did. And um, I really see that collectively we are rapidly evolving where astrology is going. And with the technology that we currently have with, you know, the astrological uh, software at our fingertips, we are collectively suddenly gathering such massive amount of data that we can review, that we can work with. It's nothing like ever before in a human history. You know, many um, centuries ago, astrology was regarded as highly important, respectable. It was taught in universities. Astrology and astronomy were always closely working together. Even in medicine, doctors were considering astrology when they were treating their client all the way up to 15th century, 15th, 16th century, when it was degraded to its bottom by Isaac Newton, who um, became very popular with his ideas of very materialistic and mechanical um, universe. And he said that it's highly unlikely that we can be influenced by the celestial bodies because they're so far away. So there was a massive element of doubt created and that doubt was rotting all the foundations, everything that was created uh, in terms of the astrology. 
uh, you know, almost killed it. <laughs> but now in the last uh, century, and especially now in the last um, decades, and even more so with every new year with science um, evolving, and now uh, with the ability for us to measure the impact of celestial bodies like the sun, the moon, on the biorhythm of our body. Every cell in our body is connected or influenced very distinctly, very powerfully by the cycles of the celestial body. So I, you know, it's a it's such a good timing that astrology is on the rise again. I feel super excited to um, have the opportunity to collaborate with so many others and like sharing and comparing the data. So I would really like to be um, not really put on a pedestal as a person that has uh, discovered something that others didn't discover too at the same time. I always think of this hundred monkey effect where once something is in a collect in a consciousness of at least one individual on this planet, that information is suddenly becoming available to the consciousness of all the others. You know, and after I published my galactic astrology course for the first time, and when people started coming to me, uh, that we we all realized that we're all studying same thing or looking at the same thing in our own powers, unaware of everyone else that was uh, going through similar discoveries. So it's just so beautiful to come together as a community and see how uh, we are participating in a collective expansion of consciousness. So. Yeah. I'm really glad that you um you started with a little bit of the the history and some of what um the the area of astrology has kind of been through. Um, it's not exactly where I thought we were gonna start, but I'm seeing now it's the perfect place to start because um you spoke to something important there, and it's the um the doubt that that has been. I'm sure um, in in many they're they're still working through some of that, even though there's this this innate inner knowing that that there's there's something here here. And yes, we are most certainly being affected by these celestial bodies. Um, so I think working through or supporting the working through of, of that doubt would be a really great place to start. Would you like to um to to support us through that process? But to the individual that feels like there's something here for them, but still there might be a little bit of doubt that's impeding that. Yeah, I think the most beautiful experience that um, happened repeatedly with experiencing galactic astrology, and for, for those that are completely new to it, in galactic astrology, we consider also the influence of stars, not just the uh, planets within our own solar system, but also the connection to stars and even greater deep space objects like the galactic center, supergalactic center, nebulas, black holes, all kinds of things that may be geometrically and mathematically perfectly aligned or either harmoniously or disharmoniously aligned to our soul's point of entry to this physical reality. So when we are born, um, the snapshot of what's in the sky can be uh, calculated thanks to the professional astrological software and also plenty of freely available calculators online now we are so blessed now to have um, amazing websites that that offer this type of um, service to the collective so uh, yeah in a galactic astrology we offer the look at what stars were in perfect alignment at the time of our birth and so talking about you know the effect of that uh, or talking about the element of doubt that may be cleared 
you know, what happened repeatedly with people who had a deep sense that they are connected to stars. They weren't sure exactly where or what. They just always felt drawn to stars and felt like this place just doesn't feel like true home for them. They were always yearning. There are many people that have this uh, type of experience. It could be trauma-based too. Um, but those that manage to connect to a star um, nation, whether in their meditation or through channeling art, or perhaps they've experienced a psychic reading of someone who is trained into tapping into our soul records, and they were told that you're connected to the Pleiades or you're connected to Sirius. And certainly in ancient cultures, these stars were so prominent. You know, we connect through life experience. Life, life starts showing us when a connection is really important for us to uh, remember and uncover. So we hear it from multiple places, but there's always this element of doubt because it's very intangible. It's very out there. And especially if we were trained for so many generations to disregard anything that is not physically tangible, provable, we, we consider that to be unreal as just an imagination. Mm -hmm. So we are really dealing with a lot of resistance that within, that's within our genes, that's within our mind, within, within our kind of blueprints of the way we think as a society. But anyway, when that type of person that just keeps following the heart, following the nudge, then looks at their galactic astrology chart and they see that, oh my goodness, the Pleiadian or Syrian or Arcturian alignment is actually in their chart. It has this beautiful effect of resolving the doubt and accepting that, yes, indeed, they are connected to cosmos and they can shine brighter, integrate more of the beautiful frequency of the stars and um, embody more of who they are, who they came here to be. That's just one example of stories. I just want to mention one more. You know, I've spent over seven years working with um, individuals, guiding them to altered states of consciousness through regression hypnosis. And many of them would have recall um, or would, you know, we always say, uh, as you get off the cloud, what is the most appropriate next moment for you to find answers and healing that you're looking for? Something in in, uh, in that sense. And often they would find themselves on a spaceship um, or in another star system, another planet, feeling this um, deep calling or ushering of collective organization to come to Earth to support it to bring higher frequency of love and light, like anchoring higher frequency as a soul on earth to help it um, clear whatever negativity, whatever density was here in its natural cycle of dissension um, and now rising into its ascension. We have, you know, countless stories like that, whether through hypnosis, through meditation, uh, through spontaneous recalls, through dream uh, experience, where or need their near that experiences, there are many um, testimonies of that too. That it feels like the white cells of the universe, the beautiful bright souls that are naturally wired to just embody love and light of the cosmos, that they were ushered here to part of the galaxy that needed some healing. Like we come here as a as an immune system booster to the part, um, to this beautiful planet of Earth to help it heal, to help it rise to its 
most beautiful, abundant, natural state of being. So there's a lot of that. And when people then see their, the, that so many stars are connected to their natal chart, it feels like they, they feel like they receive a validation to yeah. deep knowing that they came here as beautiful beings of love to anchor it. They suddenly feel like it's a little bit easier to hold that light amidst darkness because they see a higher purpose of it. They know that they're not alone in that mission, that there are billions, I really want to say billions of others that hold that space with them. And suddenly you see how there is a ripple effect. There is a um, powerful impact of what is actually happening here as a collective undertaking. You know, I remember when I was little in school, uh, when we look at the Earth's population, it was only you know four and a half, five billion. And now a few decades later, we have almost eight billion, if not already. So in a, in a few decades, we have three billions of souls coming in with a powerful mission to anchor higher consciousness, anchor more love, anchor more light. And it's measurable. The effect of this is measurable through something known as human resonance. Back in the 80s, the Earth's natural rhythm frequency was measured at 7.83 hertz. And at points when especially it's measured during times when there is a collective collaborative effort of guided meditation, when thousands of people or hundreds of people come together in united heart. And then, you know, the highest uh, frequency that was measured last time we checked was at 45 Hertz in those moments, you know, it fluctuates, but the, the higher the frequency of the planet, there is greater coherence, greater sense of connectivity, and as a result, greater harmony, greater evolution. Like it's like a ripple effect of one leading to one thing leading leading to the next. So, yeah, I know I'm uh, I'm especially excited um, in the the field of of studies. Different, it's happening in many different ways. That is kind of bridging the gap between some of this this intuitive wisdom um using using science using measurable uh, metrics uh, there's one thing that you you shared that i think i just want to really emphasize here and it's you know this this message that we are we're certainly here for for this reason uh, to to embody and to to anchor um higher frequencies and, and unconditional love um I want to emphasize because I, I know a bit about your backstory, but I want to hear you share it. Um, this was a message that was coming from people of all different walks of life that that you were working with, was it not? And uh, the other thing I wanted to ask here is um, in these these regression sessions that you were having, um, well, first, what were some of the uh, reoccurring messages that that were coming through? And was this, were some of these messages coming through individuals that hadn't ever had any prior um, awareness or idea around um, some of this, this knowledge, these ideas? Yes, that was the most surprising thing for me. Like I can think of a, you know, a farmer who really just came to heal some of his ancestral lineage and, um, you know, he would experience himself as a being of light somewhere somewhere else, not on earth, and feeling this deep, profound love and a sense of wanting to offer his light and love to support another planetary being that is calling for help. 
So messages like that came through, yeah, people from all walks of life. Um, and, you know, I was, while I was doing the QHHD, the quantum healing hypnosis technique developed by Dolores Cannon uh, work, I was member of a forum of hundreds upon hundreds of other practitioners from all over the world where we had an opportunity to share their stories that were coming through and it, it was happening simultaneously uh, worldwide. There was a phenomenon that started happening um, at this point, maybe seven years ago, whereas before, and especially when Dolores, uh, the lady who was developing this technique over 45 years, she has passed on um, uh, many years ago, but say a few decades, few decades ago, the, the way our consciousness was still denser, it was taking us a lot more effort to go into altered states of consciousness and access our um, deep soul memories, whether from our physical body, through our ancestors, or the soul memories, even from other star systems. But then in the last maybe seven years or so, collectively, the practitioners started noticing, and it happened in so many of my sessions, and increasingly more so um, towards the end of my service with this, was that we didn't need as... Um, as long time to go into deep hypnotic state. I had multiple client sessions who went into deep hypnosis while they were sitting um, next to me talking about their life experience. And then we just did a little exercise just to prepare them what it's like later when we go through this longer script, but they were already going in and many other practitioners were reporting the same. So I, you know, it's amazing to be part of a collective where you can share a lot of data and start seeing trends and patterns that are occurring on a collective level where we are able to tap into our soul records, into the quantum field where, um, you know, where information is stored. We, we Our brains are truly phenomenal in what they're capable of with just a little bit of intention, effort, and practice. We can start accessing memories. And especially now, actually, uh, we have Saturn, um, and Neptune in Pisces, a zodiac sign that is uh, the archetype of collective consciousness or the collective unconscious. And it's much easier for people to spontaneously recall their soul memories, whether their own um, current life, maybe suppressed childhood memories or going deeper into ancestral memories. And usually whatever comes up spontaneously is something that is very relevant and needed to be addressed in order to liberate us into greater uh, experience of freedom and sovereignty of our being. So that's what I loved about QHHD, that it was never us as practitioners deciding what's best for clients, which scene mm. to go into or which memory to go into. It was never led um, script. It was always about their own higher self deciding. We just said, what's the most appropriate next scene for you to find answers and healing that you're looking for? So most of them didn't come with the intention to connect. I would say 98% came with zero intention to connect any of the galactic um, star beings or any information from the cosmos. They came because they wanted to address their own current health um, experience and limiting perspectives. And usually it was the clients who felt this underlying, who, whose life experience was limited and affected by their underlying feeling of not belonging being frustrated with this world, they would have been taken to remember that they came from the stars and they came with the purpose of bringing light and love into darker environments, into 
dense family dynamics that they came here to first experience them. You have to go deep into uh, those conditionings of trauma to experience them physically, experience Mm -hmm. them in your own DNA, and then through your consciousness, by choosing love, choosing forgiveness, acceptance, peace, you blast the trauma, you clear, resolve, um, uh, heal the, the traumatic experience and recalibrate your human DNA to aligning with the source of who you really are, which is pure love, pure divine intelligence. And then everything starts you know, recalibrating. The life experience reflects the shifts of frequency, uh, magical synchronicity started happening. And that was the most beautiful thing about these types of, um, you know, connections with, with clients and not just for my own, but other practitioners too, how just everything changes once you remember that you are love, you are divine intelligence and you are powerful, sovereign creator of your own reality. And you came here to help upgrading the reality, not just for yourself, but for your family, for generations to come and for as a collective uh, to create something that will matter for the whole galaxy, I believe. I think we're participating in something really, really exceptional. Yeah, and I definitely want to just acknowledge that everyone that's choosing to show up here, um, like you said, it, what comes up comes up for for a reason, and um, I'm gonna um translate that to where we're all here receiving this this transmission and experiencing this conversation for 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 a reason um so i'm really excited to hear kind of what this might um bring up for for some of those that are listening um and i'm definitely going to want to speak a little bit more about what we what we do with this information how do we take this expanded awareness once we we start to to connect with some of this information what do we then do to to practice it and use it to 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 better ourselves and and our lives and the lives of those around us because of course that's what it really ultimately comes down to right taking it and and applying it in a way that um supports supports the collective um but before we uh we get into that that piece of integration um I think I, I do want to provide a little bit of context to to galactic astrology. I'm sure there's there's many from um, that are joining us familiar with your work that are already aware of it. Um, but for those that might not be, um, could you just tell us a little bit about the story of how it came to be? Yes. Yeah, so I was um, exposed to astrology in my early teens when I had access to the Big City Library. So I was very curious uh, by nature. Uh, about exploring others, how everyone is. I was always into deep psychology of our being and then finding astrology, uh, bringing so much clarity and so many answers to why we are the way we are. I um, was just an enthusiast of astrology. When I started facilitating the regression hypnosis sessions, I asked my clients for their birth details and I told them that it's for my own research to kind of deepen my uh, understanding of astrology. So after we spent hours with them telling me their life story and then me observing their deep subconscious, how it's wired, and then kind of connecting it to their life experience, their, their, they would always tell me about their parents and grandparents too. So I had multiple generations uh, on a plate in front of me. Then I looked at their astrology. It was all there reflected. Like, you know, we really are an expression of the celestial bodies, um, moving and cycling through through the sky it's it's magnificent um the the divine intelligence and the orchestration of of the archetypes that are playing out it really feels to me as i observe everything that we are 
stars walking on earth. We are, you know, gods walking in human form, like the heaven is on earth. When you think of us as fractals of of celestial celestial bodies, or certainly through studying astrology and learning about uh, human stories, I can see how the microcosm is a reflection of macrocosm, and this universe is fractal and holographic. Everything connects to everything, and it's reflected in everything. It's just such an amazing, marvelous uh, divine design. So. Uh, I was studying the charts of my clients after their session. They really enjoyed just continuously being entertained and amazed by that divine intelligence that I just mentioned. Um, I One of the first things that was beautiful, um, kind of deep realization of how astrology truly um, works, was studying a theme of soul's evolution across multiple time uh, lifetimes. There is such a thing in astrology called lunar nodes, um, where they, they show you which archetypal frequency um, were you exploring in your past and where are you heading in the polar opposite of that to, to kind of balance the contrasting experience, uh, energy in your current incarnation and your future incarnation. So like there is this cycle of evolution. Um, so there was a lot of information written about that, the lunar nodes, what it means when you have a south node in Aries and north node in Libra and so on. So I would look at uh, that description, looking at my ch client's charts and then hearing, seeing what past lives they recalled in their sessions, those past lives were reflecting what is written in astrology about their south note, where they come from, like what's the archetype that they were working on. So that was pretty mind blowing. It's like, you know, it's like you get a validation that our soul's consciousness continues on. Like we don't, we evolve over long period of time and and our individual lives feel like a chapter in a book but the book is really massive so that was you know and there are many chapters and each life is a different chapter and then when the when i started attracting clients who were more and more information about the other planets and other star systems started coming through uh, around that time i um, figured out that uh, we can track stars based on zodiac degrees. Um, eventually, I got to a website called astrologyking.com. Um, the gentleman who created it, his name is Jamie. He has done such an amazing job at putting the most commonly known fixed stars as a list together. It's freely available. If you go to astrologyking.com and fix stars, you'll find it there. And that helped me to uh, start calculating where the fixed stars were when my client was born. And then I would see if any of the planets were aligned to these planets. And I was doing all these calculations manually. It took me about three hours to, to recalculate things, figure things out, look at the charts, and then just looking at patterns. And over a period of time, I started noticing um, through synchronicities, really, because usually when star series was... Uh, prominent or aligned to whether sun, moon, mercury, I seem to have attracted clients in a space of one week where they all connected to the Syrian um, stories. 
and not just serious from like stories going to serious itself, but connected to stories from ancient times on Earth, where they would be in a story where Syrian beings came to Earth and interacted with human beings. Oh. Similar thing would happen with um, Origa a constellation, and there is the, the brightest star there is called Capella. It's included in our calculator. I still recall the session of a client who was in a South Central America, standing on a pyramid with few other priests and beings, uh, came from a starship, delivered um, information over time. They were covered in a light white, almost see-through cloth. You couldn't see, she couldn't see them fully in the scene, but they were clearly of extraterrestrial uh, connection and they were interacting with humans way, way back then. So there's so many, many more stories that, that occurred like that, usually with pyramids involved, not necessarily the pyramids of Egypt, but um, in even in other locations of this world and stories on Earth, ancient times with, where extraterrestrial beings would be coming through. So yeah, I started noticing um, these patterns. And then I started paying attention to the frequency of the person sitting in front of me. And then if they had, let's say, strong Pleiadian uh, connections. I started looking at the alignments before they came in. So I had their birth details before, and I would do like, do they have any of the big stars in their chart before they came in? And if they had strong Arcturian, Pleiadian, or Syrian connection, these were the star races, uh, star beings, star nations that I was most familiar with thanks to so much channeled work and beautiful books that were written on uh, these star collectives. I would be kind of paying attention to what to what the client was saying and and start noticing do they have that Pleiadian frequency do they have that actual frequency Syrian like they all have very distinct way how they come through uh humans and I started noticing that yes you can tell if if there is a strong Pleiadian or strong Syrian um I've mentioned it on some other interviews that I've had but when you have a play a person that has strong Pleiadian um connections in their astrological chart especially on their ascendant you you can see how they are always smiling when they when they're talking to others they will always try to find positive in any negative they'll always carry the message of hope they will give multiple chances they just like they're just positive cheerleaders that uh, really want everything to be nice and beautiful and happy if I spoke, if I had clients that had strong Syrian connection, they feel much grounded. They speak a lot slower comparing to Pleiadians who are such a fast-paced, um, you know, or then Arcturians. They feel very compassionate and and loving and understanding, but also quite scientifically wired. Like they they like to analyze things and figure things out, kind of like a scientist. So I started noticing these patterns. It's like life trained me. <laughs> through um, human uh, direct experience and then hearing their stories and then seeing their subconscious and seeing their astrology, I feel extremely privileged to have this type of life's training over many years. Um, so this is kind of how, how it happened. I just started collect collecting data from my own experience. There was a point when I started getting really excited about what I was discovering. Um, it, it was really there and, and so much information. Um, that I then started talking to my clients. They came for their PhD session, but in between, as we uh, 
connected. And when I recognized some of these uh, starseed signatures, I started telling them and the impact it had on, on them was um, really profound. And they started asking me for information. Then I started just mm. repeating it over and over. And I realized I have to just put it in writing so I can just easily pass it on because I'm wasting time repeating same experience over and over. Then the courses were out and then suddenly people started messaging me with incredible experiences that they, they've had and the discoveries they've had. So now it's a whole community and we all kind of walk side by side exploring this and every day it's new discoveries. Yeah, and it sounds like the, the body of work and the tool is having a, a profound impact on, on so many people. Uh, so I guess now then I want to... Um, uh, transition into making this a little bit more practical like how do we how do we I think what are the the benefits to to applying this information um, but also I think the the person that I want to address is the one that is hearing this and they're still asking the question okay but what am I who am I really what am I connected to and then what is it that I, how do I then apply this to, to my life, my experience? Yes. I want to profess it, you know, first talk about the importance of highlighting that we have, um, well, variety of different types of people, but what I'm observing, we have a collective that is wired very scientifically, analytically, logically they thrive in browsing through quantum of data they're like they're excited to know the nitty-gritty i would be one of these people the nerdy type of people and they really marvel at the potential of astrology and they really love taking time to look at all this stuff and not just for themselves but their whole family their friends and like everyone that comes to they're just like thriving in this kind of environment so galactic astrology is amazing for them. But then we also have this amazing uh, um, collective who is wired more to be just not very much mm. wired for the information and all that data. It almost repels them. They mm. are amazing at being with nature and thriving and just kind of being, observing, you know. Um, so I wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily say that they need to it's okay for them to not know anything about astrology because the map is inside us. The wonderful thing that I've observed with my clients who had no clue about astrology that they live their life in alignment with what was written in stars for them. The, the thing is that we either, uh, the beautiful thing about astrology or galactic astrology is that we can do it more consciously and um, more intentionally when we are aware of the, you know, how we are wired why we're wired a certain way, what is our most likely path of our highest potential, and then it's our free will choice to either go with the alignment of all the cycles and all the planetary and star influence, because we understand it, and it you know feels right, or we choose to resist it and do it our own way and be stubborn about, no, I'm not going to go there, I actually really just want to do this, but then it's you know much harder uh, life's experience, so I, you know, for those that that are not scientifically based by nature, I believe that it's nice for them if they're really curious to go to certified um, galactic astrology practitioners that you can find them on our website. These are the type of people that live and breathe galactic astrology information. They really take so many um, 
years uh, to to study and explore it. So they're like your guides that can help you uh, make sense of your chart and of your astrology, look at your transit cycles. There are so many uh, details to delineating the exact meaning of the chart and figuring things out, answering your questions. You know, so it's wonderful that we have so many amazing practitioners that can do this. Um, in cases where people can't afford, uh, you know, professional guidance or mentorship like that, then follow your heart. If something feels right, if if it, you know, your whole body is designed as a tool that is directly connected to your higher self the higher self knows all the answers all the reasons all the contracts all the soul connections all the universal uh, orchestration because the higher self comes directly uh, from source that beautiful divine intelligence so your body is connected to that um, higher self so it will inform you very accurately whether something is in alignment with your destiny or out of alignment so you can just do that to keep it super simple but for those that, let's say, want to explore the galactic astrology path, they go to galacticastrochart.com. It's a website that I've been blessed to receive it as a support to my courses by one of the students who was a uh, programmer and developer who, when I originally published my first course, I was teaching students how to do everything manually. And I warned them, look, it's going to take at least three hours for you to recalculate everything manually because I wasn't aware of anything else out there uh, doing this so he said you know I can develop this program to make it easy so now it takes just a few seconds uh, to get all the calculations such a such a gift so people go to our website put in their birth details and then suddenly they see what stars were aligned with certain planets uh, at their time of birth so what does that then mean for some people, they may be familiar with some of the stars. You know, there's so much information out there already. But for others, they can be complete newbies and none of it really speaks to them. So first, we need to acknowledge that it's okay to not know it all and that you just kind of started a long journey uh, that will help you to get to know yourself better. So you can either start researching information on the star systems that you find in your chart and see what you find freely available online. There's a ton of information on YouTube and all kinds of websites, but it's very time consuming. Or you can book a professional guidance through any of the practitioners that are already very familiar with all these star um, signatures or take a course. So all along, you know, you, you will start on a journey where you start connecting to uh, these different star systems. Each of them have different uh, way of manifesting in our life in a very particular way. And they all also connect to different parts of our human history. And uh, so that was something amazing that I was able to observe through people regressing to um, significant, significant historical uh, eras on Earth where in that ancient civilization, there would be records of it being connected to Sirius, Orion, um, Egyptian um, history would be the easiest, I guess, to navigate or connected to lifetime in, in Japan, where there's also a strong connection to the Pleiades or regressions to lifetimes in India um, and Vedic kind of teachings of uh, spirituality, meditation and in those cases, there was a connection to Vega, Lyra, star system. 
you know, so all everything has a meaning. There is a history, rich, rich history connected to every single star system in terms of that race being involved with human evolution here on Earth or that race also having its own history in its own star system. So it's like a massive Pandora box and a really, really long journey of exploration. Some people thrive in that and it really gives them new boost in their life. They feel more alive than ever before. They really feel like, oh my God, suddenly everything makes sense. Like the missing pieces of the puzzle have been delivered. People are really thriving in it. Like their the frequency of their life experience expands um, significantly. So those are my, my favorite uh, moments to witness. But as I see now from a much bigger uh, perspective, I see that it's it's a stage of our evolution where the time being starting to connect to these different star races, it's very helpful to help to let us release our previous human identities, attachments, and oftentimes to very rigid uh, societal structure or familial upbringing where we feel very dimmed in our light and love because we are identifying as this or that. And suddenly if a person sees that actually they are connected to multiple star systems, they feel like it's easy to let go of that. Actually, I'm much more than that. I am here to bring higher frequency. So they're on this new high that gets them going and amazing synchronicities and life opportunities are coming in. And it gets to a point, for, people, for some people, it takes many years, for some, just several months of intense upgrades of consciousness. But eventually, we get to a point where we get almost like tired of all this field of information about different star systems and races and all that. And what we start being called to is just to go into our center and just be love, just be light be kind like focus on here and now in your life experience and how can you embody more love more kindness more peace because that really is i believe wholeheartedly the key mission to why we are all here we all do it differently we all have completely unique astrological chart we have all completely different way of participating and supporting this uh, ascension planetary ascension but, you know, we all get to a point where we let go even uh, of the galactic labels and uh, then just marvel in the beingness of, mm. of love and life's magic in itself. So just know that you're up for an amazing ride, but it's just a temporary stage. It's very helpful. It's very healing. It's very transformational. But you get to a point where you will let it go too and it will just be you and cosmos and you'll feel one with it all and and there is no hierarchy really between which race is better and who's right who's wrong like none of it will matter at that point you're just holding space for love and being a witness yeah uh, there's just so much there that i uh, i want to to remark on and one of them is um, I'm glad I, I really enjoyed that you started with sharing that um, there's, you know, two types of people, if you will, um, some are and it's not that you're set fixed into one of these types, but we may feel a, a strong calling to to explore the information and to to dive deep into these rabbit holes of, of knowledge um, or we might find ourselves just wanting to to be and to to live in alignment with the heart and that's perfectly okay too um, and I think setting the stage for 
um, being connected to and living from the heart as being the the foundation is such an important place to to start. And if that means the the excitement and the joy is um, in alignment with exploring some of this this knowledge and information, then then by all means go for it. But don't feel like it's it's necessary or absolute thing for you to to need to do in order to um, continue on in in that path of evolution. Um, and then the other thing that um, I, I I am really glad that you shared is you know, um, being mindful as to not let this just become another identification or, um, yeah, just a, another label that we, we create for ourselves. I, I think it's great that, um, expanding our awareness of being more than this body can support us in and also moving beyond some of the limitations that we've associated with ourselves and associated with who we are um but then and i've definitely kind of observed this in myself and you know a little bit about my story julia um that next stage can can also be something that we we just we become identified with and in that i think there's already just creating a it's a new story a new limitation ultimately and um the real message here that, that i'm receiving from this is body love um perhaps i don't need to say any more than that just embody love and if the if the tools if the information is supporting that process by all means um, but don't let it slip away from it being about just that Absolutely. Yeah. The important word that wants to come in is distraction. It can absolutely act as a distraction. So when it comes to a point where you start feeling frustrated with it all, like let go and return to just being here and now and be okay with like, if, if something is meant for you, it truly will come to your life through so many different avenues. Spirit really has a way of communicating something that is of utmost importance for any particular being. So, you know, it's all good. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think the last thing that I want to share and um, do a check-in, I feel it's relevant and important um, in, in the conversation that, that we get to have before any of those that are tuned in with us in the live audience gets to, to step in and start to, to be the ones asking the questions um, is I think this last piece that we, we shared here um, in many ways, parallels a, a message and lesson that you and I were, were observing uh, as it pertains to to my journey with with galactic astrology um I think you know extracting from from my experience and sharing a little bit about it um would also just kind of emphasize some of the in the importance of what we're sharing here um yeah would you like to uh to dive in into that with me yeah Yes, so with some of you, when you explore galactic astrology, you're coming in already from a place where you deeply connected with certain star um, nation, let's say Pleiadians, and maybe even in meditation or channeling, like it, it's, uh, you know, so many, there are so many different, so many teachers of, of channeling and, um, you know, going into deep meditation and people connect with various star nations before they see their galactic astrology chart. So you may develop a strong, beautiful bond, let's say with Pleiadians or Arcturians or Syrians as three top spoken about. And then you come to your galactic astrology chart and, oh my God, there's no Pleiadians. How could that be? So it's, it's a, it's a journey. First of all, I want to say that our calculator shows uh, five um, aspects so mathematically geometrically um, the 
how stars are in relationship to planets when you were born. So, and there are other aspects that are not included. The calculator is limited uh, for multiple reasons technologically. Uh, but also it, it could be, so when you don't have Pleiades in your chart and suddenly you feel, um, you, you start doubting your previous experiences, could it be that I was just imagining it? But then you recall the powerful connection that you had, your physical body reacted, whether through goosebumps or tears or healing, you know, maybe you received a profound message and you are certain that it was a star nation with that name, but it's not in your chart. So what does that mean? I would, I really don't want galactic astrology to be taken as absolute. Uh, and I want to acknowledge how powerful our human consciousness is and our natural ability to tap into the quantum field of all that is, of all possibilities, and that it is um, very likely that you can tap into any star nation regardless if they are in your natal chart showing up in galactic astrology report or not. Don't let it limit you if you want to connect or if you already feel connected to certain nation and it's not in your chart, that's perfectly okay. You are a divine being that acts like a stargate to the infinite. We are really, really special in, in that ability and recognized for that by all the star nations. But human humans on earth are truly uh, unique in the regard that, first of all, they, they um, hold multiple uh, gen um, genetic lineages of various star systems hybridized in one human body. And then the way our brain and everything is um, designed is to act as a stargate to the multiverse, to the whole cosmos. So you have that ability to connect wherever you want. For people who are maybe not as avid in practicing meditation and going into altered states of consciousness to access whatever they're called to, uh, it may be more beneficial for them or easier for them to tap to different star systems at a time when our solar systems, planets are transiting uh, these planets. And you can actually use our pre-calculator by instead of you putting your birth data, you put in today's date, whenever you're uh, wanting to know what stars are in alignment with the planets. So you use it as a daily transit report to see is Pleiades aligned with sun today. If you do it in May, then there'll be Pleiades showing up uh, as conjunct to sun. So at the time, it might be easier for you to meditate and connect with the always, ideally with the intention of connecting with the highest love, highest um, light of, of that star nation to support your personal um, and collective evolution. Always be clear with your intention with your, when you're connecting to something that is external. Um, so yeah, you can do that. But if you are someone who is maybe more trained in accessing that expanded state of being, then you don't have to worry about any of the alignments, whether in your own chart or uh, on the sky today, you can um, activate your natural way of connecting with divine intelligence from any star system. So just always go with what feels right and what feels true for you and don't let anything outside of you or other people's uh, perspectives limit what you know in every cell of your body is your truth so i just wanted yeah. to highlight that yeah and i'm so glad that we did and just to, to further emphasize all of this is is here to to empower you um not 
limit you by by any means and uh, truly the the power and and your highest source of guidance is is always found internally so always coming back to that and allowing for for that to be um what you you use and and refer to 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 navigate this this path absolutely Julia I have one more question for you for the the podcast audience that's those of us that's for those of us that are are catching the replay to this um in this conversation um so this has been the grand finale question it's my favorite one actually um you ready for for one last one from me yes then let's do it yeah Julia you just actualize the power to telepathically communicate to all of humanity what do you say you are divine yeah i would keep it simple as that you are divine and i suppose yeah in divine people have different uh connections to what divine means but you are love i had a profound experience um, a couple of years ago where in deep meditation i felt like something just arrived and that something was consciousness of pure love and my original identity was just gone I was like oof I made it I'm here I'm love and as I was integrating it into my body I was like this is so amazing I'm actually even like at one point I said I'm going to change my surname to love and I think everyone should change their surname to love because we are all love and I was thinking about you know when my clients come to me needing help with this or that I'll be like yeah, I'm just gonna give you a hug and you'll be fine <laughs> you'll be healed I just felt that love so so intensely and it was the absolute truth of my being and I felt it absolute truth for everyone else but it was a beautiful moment of integrating integrating absolute knowing of being love so yeah I think I want to pass this on to everyone else we are love and it's the highest joy yeah beautiful oh my god that's that's amazing um yeah and so is everything that that you shared with us here so on that note i i want to thank those of us that that are catching this as a podcast um and julie i want to thank you again for for all this profound information uh, if you're with the live audience i think likely very possibly the uh the portion of this this session that you are most excited for is just about to come up so don't leave us just yet um julia thank you again for for such a great conversation my pleasure thank you brian thank you senders that is going to be it for my conversation with julia balaz i trust that it was able to ignite in you a remembrance of who you are and why you are here even before perhaps getting your own galactic astrology natal chart reading done, which I would say would be a great next step for you to take if you are feeling called to continue your exploration in this deep, deep field of study. It truly is something special to see more people with a growing interest in areas like astrology and exploring their soul's origin. And as I've shared before, awakening to who we really are parallels the journey of awakening to greater purpose in our lives and a greater expression of our potential. So thank you, Ascenders, for being on this journey. And if you are looking to be on it with other Ascenders alongside you, I invite you to come check us out in the Ascend Academy's community platform, where we have a space to connect and continue to explore the teachings and the wisdom that 
get to share in these conversations on the show with one another. There's nothing like having a like-minded and like-hearted community around us that is in the shared intention of supporting one another and growing together. And if this is something that you feel in resonance of being a part of, we'd love to see you there and perhaps at a future Awaken Live gathering. And lastly, Ascenders, before you go, I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening to this on a platform like Spotify or YouTube that has a comment section, leave me one and let me know what you thought about the episode and what came up for you. And if you feel like this content has benefited you, I ask that you share this with one other person that you feel might be supported by this and that you take a quick moment to leave us a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This really helps us grow the show to assist more people in their ascension process. And with that, Ascenders, that is going to be all for this episode of the Awaken Podcast. I want to thank you for listening, for being us here on this planet at this time in this moment of our ascension and until next time keep ascending